Okay, welcome everyone to the Avetorah Stash Harlebanon Daf Yom Yishur. Today's Daf, the last Daf in the seventh Pedic of Gemara Shabbat, Kol Gadol, is Daf Ayin Vav. We will begin on Ayin Hamubet at the two dots Tanu Rabanan, the end of the line. Says the Gemara as follows: Tanu Rabanan, we learned in the Brayta. The Mishnah had said before this. That if a guy writes two otiyot on Shabbat, you chayav. Okay? Which means, person writes one letter, you write the letter Aleph, you're not chayav. But if attached to the letter Aleph, you put a zayin, you're writing the word Az, Az is a word, and you'll be chayav the two letters. Katav ot achat If you write one large letter, the yesh din koma lechtov shtayim. So this guy, had, writes a letter that's big enough that had he written a smaller letter, he could have fit two letters into the space of the one letter. So we want to know, are you Chayav or Patur? It says the Gemara, Patur. You're Patur. You're, you're, the bottom line is you only wrote one. Right, if you're writing one, you, 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 you didn't do enough. You don't bring a Korban. Machak ot But if a person did the opposite, Let's say there was a big letter, and you erased a big letter that's big enough to write two letters. Over there, you, you are chayav. What's with the discrepancy? Why would one be chayav and one patur? Because when it comes to writing, you have to write the letters. When it comes to erasing, the point of erasing is you have to erase a place big enough to write two letters. What's the difference what you erase? The main thing is that you erase something that you could write two letters. And therefore, you will be. I am. I am. This is what's stricter about erasing than writing, which is obvious. Uh, uh, could be the, why they have why Menachem Berbiosi has to come say this. He didn't. It seems like Menachem Berbiosi, according to Rashi, is really the author of this whole thing. We're just telling you at the end that he was the author. Okay. Next piece, Habone Bahasoter. We said in the Mishnah, one who builds and one who destroys. Hamechaber, one who extinguishes. Mabir, one who lights. Hamakevanisha, we're done the last final hammer blow. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Rabbah and Abizera, the Amritravayo. Rabbah and Abzera, they both say the following. Komidi de Itbe. Anything that has a Gemara Belacha, you chayav because of Makat Makat Batish. Anytime you finish off something, that's a Makat Batish issue. Okay? If something was not fully made and you enable fully made, that's, a ha- that's the final hammer blow. This comes up often. If you have an item, let's say an article of clothing that needs one little snip, and that snip will make it. Fully done. So it could be Asur to do that snip, even though the snip is not a problem in itself. But since it's Makeb Batish, since it's the final thing that makes it allowed, that becomes Asur. Someone wanted to claim that cutting the tag off of a of a suit Makeb Batish because no one could wear it with the tag on. And when you cut the tag, you made it into a wearable item. That could be a kebatish. 
Some people want the claim. Others say no, but since the tags are usually added after the suit is made, so therefore it was already a made suit. The fact that someone added the tag and you're taking it off would still be allowed because you're not going to do the final handle to create the item. It was already created before. Anyway, let's go further. Says the Mishnah said, Elo avot melachot. These are the avot melachot. Now, why does it say these? Elu. What's it coming to exclude? Says the Gemara, Elu la afuki mit Rebelezer. The Mechayev al Todom kom al. Rebelezer holds that you chayav on Todot and Avot. And when we say these are the Avot, we're telling you that you only chayav 39 if you make all of them, if you do all the sins on one Shabbat, you only chayav 39. Okay? But you're not chayav more. Because if you hold like these rabbis, that even if you do a tolda, even if you do a secondary melacha and the av melacha, you'd be chayav too. Like, for example, let's say we have an example of a tolda. Um, what's a good example of a tolda? Who's, who's going to give me a nice example of a tolda? Um, let's say you have a cooking and some other tolda of cooking. So, if a guy would do both of them, according to our Mishnah, you only did one av melacha, cooking. You did the tolda of cooking, the, the secondary cooking, but it's both cooking. But Rebeleza would say, even the tolda is chayav in the place of the av. So you could be chayav multiple, many more than, than 39 in one Shabbat. You can only chayav one av, but you could be chayav for a tolda of And therefore, our Mishnah is not going like that. Rabbi, that's what we say, elu. These are the avot. But the toldot you're not chayav for. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we said it's 40 minus 1. The Gemara says, La fuki When we said in the Mishnah it's 40 minus 1, if it's 39 melachot, that's because we're not going with Rabbi Yehuda. Because those who go like Rabbi Yehuda say that there's more than 39 melachot. Who's that? The Tanya we learned, Rabbi Yehuda Mosif et the Shovet. Rabbi Yehuda includes two people. Number one, a Shovet. A shovet is a guy who takes a hammer or a bludgeon and he hits the strings of the sheti after they're tight in order to separate the ones that got tangled. So that in order to separate the tangled knots, they would bang with a, a with a club on the we on the warp, and that would separate the tangled ones. And he says that's another malaka. Medaktik is if you hit with a with a hammer with a karkar in order to make sure that it doesn't get too tight. Okay? You hit with a bludgeon or a club so it doesn't get too tight. Amnullah, the rabbis told the Buddha, oh you're adding 41 with these two? Shovet Mesich. That's the same as sending up the lines. That's 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 Shovet. And Medaktik and hitting it to loosen it. That's all eggs, it's part of weaving, and therefore they're not their own melachot, they're included in two of the other melachot, and there's only 39. So it comes out that there's a machlok, is there 39 or 40? One. According to our Tanah, there's 39. According to Bihuda, there's actually 41. He adds two that our Mishnah holds are included in two of our Mishnah. Okay? Machlok at 39, 41. Says the new Mishnah guy. The odd klal amnu. This is the odd cloud, another rule that we learned. What's the another rule that we learned? 
Now, if you remember, in the beginning, we had said that the, the beginning, the first Mishnah was called Klal Gadol. And one of the reasons why we said that maybe we had conjectured that perhaps it's called Klal Gadol is because whenever there's a Klal in the beginning, and then a, a smaller Klal at the end, so with a bigger one, it's called Klal Gadol. So our Mishnah is the Klal Gadol, and this Mishnah, which starts with another Klal, is the Klal Katan. Okay? Just a, just a reminder of what we learned before. Okay? Good. Says the Gemara Mishnah. Od Klal Amru. The rabbi said another rule. Kol HaKasher LaHatzniyah Umatzniyim Kamohu Vehotzi B'Shabbat Chayav Chatat Alam. Anything that is a type of thing that someone would want to save. Okay. Uh, let's say, for example, a guy has lint in his suit. Okay. People don't save lint. And therefore, if there's a piece of lint in your pocket, it might not be called carrying because nobody saves lint. In order to determine what you have in your pocket is going to be called carrying, we have to see, is this something, says the Mishnah, number one, that people might want to save. Number two, it has the amount that you'd want to save, meaning even if people do save this item, do they save this small amount of this item or not? And then, if you carry that amount out, then you'd be chayav So every time you carry something out, see if anyone saves this type of item, and if they do, then you'd be chayav. Anything that nobody saves, right? Or it doesn't have enough to save, the only guy who will be chayav for, for someone who takes it less than that is a guy who does save it, which means the following. Let's say, we'll talk about lint in the pocket. I'm, I'm not sure if this is a true case, but let's accept it for now that nobody collects lint. Normal people do not collect, collect the lint that builds up in the cuffs of your pants. You know what I'm talking about? You have a look in the cuffs of your pants. When cuffs of your pants are in style, Check in the bottom of your pants. You'll see tons of, of dust and, and things gathered in the cuffs of your pants. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Good. So now, technically, you're carrying that around all day on Shabbat, right? Are you chayat for it? So, if you're, if you don't, if you have, even if you have a lot of lint, enough for a shiur, you're still not going to be chayat. Unless you're a lint collector. If you happen to be that type of link collector type of guy, then you would be chayav for carrying out the link. But a normal guy would not be chayav if it's, number one, not something that most people collect, or not the shiur of link. But if you are, then you'd be chayav on either. Okay? Yep. Good. Says the Gemara, kolash kasher mai, when we say anything that someone would want to save, what are we coming to exclude? I gave you a case of lint. The Gemara is going to give other cases. Excluding the woman's nida blood. A woman nida blood, no one wants to save. A woman, guy, a woman who goes out carrying a shear of that is not chayab. I'm assuming 
that the blood was uh, caked on her skin and somehow, right? And therefore, technically, if, if it was the Shi'ur, she would be Chayat for carrying it out. But we're saying she's not because nobody saved the blood anyway, and therefore it's fine. It's coming to exclude uh, um, coming to exclude is wood from an Asherah tree. Asherah tree is a tree that was used to serve idols. Rachel, the charge is here. A tree that was used to serve idols. A tree that was used to serve idols has to be burnt. And therefore, since there's no use you could have with the Asherah stuff, therefore, it's fine to carry it out on Shabbat. It's not a problem. Okay? Now, so there's two different rabbis. One's Rapapa saying Damnida, and Morukla saying Atzerat tree. Now, why did they see different ones? The Gemara is going to analyze. Manda Amar Kosh Damnida Kosh Kinatzer The rabbi who says Nida blood, of course he'll agree that you're allowed to carry out Asherat tree also. Why? Umanda Amar Atzerat But the one who said Dam, who said Asherat would. He's saying only Asherah would. But if he would say Namida, the Asherah rabbi would say, no, Namida, you're not allowed to go out and carry it. It could be Chayav. Why? Because some people would save it to feed it to their cat. Don't ask why. But it seems like cats can eat Nida blood. And therefore, if the guy wants to save on uh, Purina, Purina <laughs> cat food, he might be saving it. And therefore, it could be Asur. Wow. You didn't know that, Ralph. Now, I'll tell you something else. Now, why does the other rabbi allow? If people save it to give it to their cat, so why does the Dami Da rabbi say that it's not a problem? The other rabbi says, no, people don't save it because if you feed the Dami Da blood to your cat, then it gets the woman weak. A cat eating her Nida blood, even after it's out of her, weakens the lady. Interesting that you know, a fact, a little snapple fact you didn't know before. And therefore, being that it weakens the lady, so therefore, you were, people don't save it, and therefore, he holds that Dami does also one of these things. Clear? Okay. Yeah. Says the Gemara as follows Amar Yosi Barchanina. Hi, the law could be Shimon. This Mishnah that we said that anything. It doesn't have the right thing. It's Asur, right? Right? We said in the Mishnah that anything that's made for people and it has the right Shi'ur, it's Asur to carry out, even if you're a Shi'ur. Meaning, let's say you have a guy who, he's a cool guy. He would never carry this out. But most people would. Our Mishnah said, you'd be chayav. If a rich guy carries out, he's still chayav, even though he doesn't save these type of things. Let's say sugar packets from the hotel, right? He's a rich guy. He doesn't save the sugar. Well, he has plenty of sugar at home. He's not saving it. But people would save it. Our Mishnah says, you'd be chayav. That's what our Mishnah sounds like. So the Gemara is, Rabbi Yossi saying, this is the Lokar of Shimon. This is against Rabbi Shimon. Now, Rabbi Shimon, Gamad, he says later, Lo'am, Ashinin, 
he says that all these shurim are only for guys who would do it. But if a guy doesn't do it, he holds you always patur. Okay. Now, we send the Mishnah, call she'enu kasher la'atzniyah. Anything that no one would want to save. Okay, turn to the Ayin Vav Amud Aleph. Amar Rabbi Elazar. Ha, the local Mishimom Elazar. This is against the Mishimom Elazar. The Tanya, Kalamu Mishimom Elazar. That's the son of the rabbi to be born. Call She'enu kasher la'atzniyah. Anything that people do not save. And no one saves like it. And this guy liked it. He saved it. And another another guy came and took it out. He said an interesting thing. If a guy saved this sugar packet, or a guy saved this damida, or whatever it was, some item that no one saves, and somebody saved it. And then another guy carried it. So this guy saved it, because he's that type of crazy guy who saves the sugar packets. And another guy comes, and he carries those sugar packets that no one saves. Says Roshul Malazar, since that guy held it was chashuv enough to carry, the other guy could be chayav. This guy's chayav with the other guy's thoughts. Got it? And that was against that Mishnah, and then the Mishnah goes by his thoughts. Here we see that one guy keeps it with a different second man's thoughts. Are we clear, guys? Subi, yeah. you with me? All yeah. it takes is one guy, though. It's one guy that has one guy that has spoken, Mark, about that, about this thing. One guy doesn't make all the sugar packets in the world, but one guy makes this sugar packet. Okay. okay. If he move this sugar packet. Okay. Says the Mishnah. We're talking now about carrying animal fodder, animal feed. Animal feed is a very, very big business, by the way, in the United States. As a matter of fact, most of the corn that's grown in the United States is not fed to humans. It's actually fed to animals. There are more animals than humans, and there's much more corn served to animals than humans. And it's one of the biggest businesses in the country. So don't look at this Mishnah and say, oh, this is nonsense. This is a very, very big business over here. A guy who carries out straw, like enough to fill the mouth of a cow. Cows eat straw. So if you, how much straw could you carry on Shabbat and be chayav a korban? As little as a mouthful for a cow, a cow mouthful. Atzah, Atzah is a different type of feed. Kimaleti gamal. That you have to carry out as much as fills a camel's mouth. Amir. Kimaleti tle. Amir is like the size. Amir is regular straw. Tevin is processed straw. Amir is regular straw. That's like the, the, the mouth of a sheep. Asabim. Grass. Kimaleti gidi. Like the... Like the Mouthful of a goat. Alishum Garlic and onion leaves, the leaves that come out of Ireland, of the both of them. Lachim, if they're dry leaves, can you go get it? Like the size of a, of a dried fig. Yibeshim, if they're dried, like the size of a filling up a goat's mouth. So when they're, when they're 
when they're moist and not dried, then it has to be like a dried fig. And when they're dry, it's like a, the mouth of a of a of a goat. The end with stalfim This is a very important law. Let's say you had some a little bit of kevin, a little bit of straw, and a little bit of onion stalks. Right? So there's onion stalks and there's straw. Each one has their own shiur. And since one is with the mouth of a cow and one is with the mouth of a, of a goat, they don't combine. And if you have half a shiur of this and half a shiur of that and you carry them both together, you're not chayav. Because since the two shiurim are not the same, they don't combine. If they had the same shiur, they would combine. But the fact that they have different shiurim, Carl, prevents them from combining. And if you have half and half, you still don't bring a korban chatat. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very good. Send the Gemara. How are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Awesome. So again, they don't combine. You have the, the, the uh, mouthful of the cow and the mouthful of the goat. Since one's a cow, one one goes with the cow mouth, the one goes with the goat mouth. You cannot put them together. Says the Gemara, my itza. What is that second thing that they feed the camels to? Feed to the camels. What is it? This is the straw that grows out of beans. Beans seem like they grow and they have grass growing on top of the ground. The beans are under the ground and the grass that grows on top of it is atza. And that's where you feed in the back. That's where you feed. Okay, so he said the following. A guy who carries that straw, it's like when you fill the mouth, it's like when you fill the mouth of a para to a gamal. So this is an interesting case over here. We said in the Mishnah that when you take out straw, it's like we, we measure with a cow. Heaven is like a cow. This guy took out, he took out the right amount, he took out uh, enough to fill a cow's mouth, but he brought it out for a camel. And a camel has a bigger mouth than a para. So do we say, oh, yeah, he brought out the right shiur. Or do we say, no, but he brought it for his camel. It's not enough to fill the mouth of the camel, so he's patur. You hear the question, Carl? Yeah. We it's a different to... animal. It's a different uh, different amount that's going to you know fit the camel. So even though Kevin is usually for cows, this guy's feeding his donkey with his camel with it, and it's not enough for the mouth of the camel. What's the law? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what they said during the day. Welcome, Urban. Baurta. Ba'urta means in the evening, first word line, Irving, on Ayin Vav Amut Al. Ba'urta, in the evening, Amar Ve'okran, Hachi. He said like that. Litzafra, in the morning, Hadar he backtracked. So Ve'okran at night had said the Yechayav with the mixture. By the morning, he had changed his mind and he said Yipatur, like Rishtakish. Amar Ve'okran, Ve'okran says, Shapira about the Hadar. It's good he backtracked. Because after all, 
the, the amount that fills up the mouth of a cow is not enough to fill up the mouth of the camel. So he says, it's good to be open and send you patur. After all, he shouldn't back change his mind because he was wrong. Of course he's wrong. It doesn't fill up the mouth of the camel. How could you be chayav if you took out straw, which is not enough to fill the mouth of the animal you bring it to? Amr le'abaya. So Abaya told him, Adir Amr, just the opposite. What are you talking about? It's the opposite. Give me karam, Mistavra. Like Rabbi Yochanan said the first time was right. The Yichayah. The Because it's good enough for a para. So what? You're bringing it to a, ca- to a camel. But the Shi'ur, the Mishnah says, was it has to be enough to fill the mouth of a cow. Is this enough to fill the mouth of a cow? It is. So then why, you, why would you change and say, well, if I bring it to my camel, it's okay. Why is it okay? The Mishnah said the mouth is enough to fill the mouth of a para. Rather, when Rabin said, he said the following, if you take the case like we said before, where you take straw enough to fill a cow's mouth to the bigger, to your camel with a bigger mouth, everyone agrees you chayav. There's no machlok in that case. Keep ligi. When do they argue? When you're taking out etza, which is, we said before, etza was camel food, and you're taking the camel food for your cow. So camel has a bigger mouth. And really, you normally take camel's food out, you chayav only when you take a bigger mouth. Let's say, let's say a camel's mouth is the size of a half gallon, or a gallon, for, what we, for, for our purposes. And a cow is a quart, okay? Quart is smaller than So if you take, so the Mishnah had said, you have to, when you're taking out camel food, it's a, you need to take out a gallon. But I am taking it to my cow. And a cow's mouth is only a quart. Do we say over here, well, since you're taking it to your cow, even a quart, you chayav, because that's the mouth of your cow. Or do we say, no, it doesn't go by your cow. It goes by, since it's as normally brought for camels, it goes by the camel. And then you'd be chayat. Then you'd be patur, because it's not quite a, 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 a gallon. One more time? Repeat it one more time. No problem. Okay. So, we have a new case. In the new case, you have your you have a cow, right? Irving has his, is a deal. He has his trusty cow instead of his lawnmower, Betsy. And Betsy's job is to mow the lawn outside Grandpa's house over there. Good. Now, usually Betsy eats heaven. That's what you usually feed Betsy, cows. But now, there was a special in Wegmans on uh, Etza, which is camel food. So he carries out a gallon of camel food, which is a mouthful of camel food. If you carry, if you carry that out, everyone agrees you have. But in this case, he carried out a quart of camel food, which is enough to fill the mouth of his cow. Do we say, well, he's carrying camel food, it goes with the camel ratio, and since the camel needs a gallon, patur, everything's okay. Or do we say, yeah, well, that's only if you're feeding a camel. But everything, he's keeping out, he's feeding camel food to his Betsy, and therefore, since that fills the mouth of Betsy, Call us, make Irving bring a Korban to the Beth Mekdash. That'll be a good thing to do with Betsy. Good? Yep. Okay. 
You're bringing an etza, the mouth of the size of a mouth of a para to a para. The ipcha and flip it. Itmar, Rabbi Yochanan says patur. Rabbi Yochanan says that patur. Rish Lakish says yichayav. Rabbi Yochanan says patur. Achila, I did the chak wash me achila. Rabbi Yochanan says yichayav. You know why? Because he says since Betsy doesn't like itza and she's only eating the itza because her master Irving is cheaping out and that's what he's making you eat. But really, she doesn't like it. So therefore, we don't count it. And so what? It's enough for her mouth. But since it's, it's a hazit way of feeding your cow, we don't go with it. And therefore, you're patur. Okay? What's that, Mark? Why doesn't the reverse happen when uh, we give the straw to the camel? So when you give the straw to the camel, okay, straw, see, by, oh, in that case, it, the shiur of straw is smaller than the than the shiur of of a camel because the mouth of cow's mouth is smaller than the camel's mouth. So you'll never have a case. It's, once you take it the size of a of a the Mishnah says if you carry the size of a cow's mouth you're automatically chayav. No one can argue with that. These tanai amoraim Rabbi Yochanan Rishakish can't argue with the fact that Mishnah says you carried out the size. That's the shiur. The shiur goes by the cow's mouth. In this case. This shiur was camel's mouth, which is bigger. But we want to be stricter in this case because since it does actually fill the mouth of the camel you're bringing it to, maybe we could be strict. But we're not going to be more lenient than the Mishnah said. The question is whether you can be stricter than what the Mishnah said. Got it. Okay? So that's the Gemara over here. Okay. We're at the two dots now towards the bottom of Ayin Baba Munaf. Amir, this Amir stuff, is when you fill up the mouth of a goat. Does anyone have an article? What is Amir? Ralph, where's your article? No one has an article? Okay, it's a type of... It's a I type have one, of, I'm just finding it, hold on. It's a type of grain, I'm sure, but I'm not sure exactly what kind of straw it is. So it says the Gemara. It just mentions it a straw. What did you say? What does it say? It just mentions it a straw. Just straw. Okay. Straw. Here we go. Amir. It says the Gemara. How could we say it's like the, the mouth of a goat? Didn't the brightest say it's like a dried fig? Make up your mind. Is it like a dried fig or it's like the mouth of a goat? It says the Gemara. It's all the same shiur. The mouth of the goat and the tle is the same shiur. In the Mishnah, we said the mouth of a goat because we want to tell you how we got it. But really, it's the same thing as a goat. Okay? Ah, so we said in the Mishnah, um, okay. We said in Mishnah that you can't put together um, you can't put together dried onion leaves and wet onion leaves because they don't have the same shurim. So if you took half a shiur of dried and half a shiur of wet, we would not combine the two to make one shiur. 
Amar Abiyosi Barchanina. And Savim Lechamur Shemayim. You can't connect them for the strictness of them. But you can connect them for the leniency of them. When we say you cannot connect them, it means you can't connect them to be to be strict. But you can connect them for lenience, which means whichever one has the lesser shiur, let's say one is the quart and one is the gallon. You can't connect them two half gallons to make a to make a gallon. So it means if you took one half gallon, the other half gallon doesn't combine to make a full gallon. But if you took two half quarts, they could combine to make a quart. Okay. Says the Gemara, You mean things that are not the same can combine sometimes, at least the kula? But tonight, I learned in the Mishnah, if you have a garment, okay, if it's a garment, shloshah, shloshah. It gets tamer when it's three by three. The sack, if you make it sackcloth, then it's arba, arba, it's four by four. Tibachim. Or if you have leather, then it's got to be chamisha, chamisha, five by five. Tibachim. Mephits, if you have a mat, then it's shisha, shisha, six by six. So each one has their own shirim. That's not the same shirim. Vitanila, we learned in the Brighta. They, they both combine to get Tameh. So you see that they do combine. You see that two different Shurim things can combine. Over there it's different because they can get together. All of them can be sat on. And we said that when a, when a Zav sits on something, they can be So since they combine at least for a zav to sit on them, so we say they can combine for other tumas as well. So therefore we see, Tama, the reason why they could combine is because because they're fit to sit on. But they're not really to sit on, they can't combine. So how could we say, that Rosh says that everything could combine for a lighter shiur, here we see they don't combine over here, they do have something they combine for. They combine for samples. We're talking here about different types of grains, different types of animal fodders. When a guy is sitting in an open-air marketplace, if you have a little pile of something, it could blow away easily. If you have a big pile, it could blow. It will be much harder to blow away. So people who are showing off their stuff will pile all their grain, all mixed grain, into a big pile, so it doesn't blow away. And therefore, since that's true, it does combine for selling. People combine it for selling, and therefore you can't say they never combine. And that's why you can combine them for the shiur hakal shaban for the lighter shiur for the court shiur. Okay. Says the Mishnah, brand new Mishnah on the top of Ayin Vav Amubet, the last Mishnah in Kalagadol. Hamotzi Ochlin, a guy who carries out foods. Kigogeth, like the size of a fig. Chayav, Yechayav. A dried fig, Yechayav. And they can combine with other types of foods. Because they all have the size of a dried fig. So if a guy carries out some olives together with some beans. 
The halacha would be that if you have the, if you have half of a dried fig of olive and half of a dried fig of beans, you are chayav a korban, even though you have only less than a shear of each one, they combine. But they have the same shear. But you cannot count the peels and the, the garanam and the seeds and the, and, the, and the stems of animals, of, of fruit. So the stems and the pits of the fruit, you have to take them out. They don't count towards the shiur because nobody eats them. The, the subin and the bran, in the olden days, nobody ate bran. Bran, you threw in the garbage. Nowadays, People pay more for the brand because it helps the person's digestive system. But in the olden days, people throw out the brand. Everyone wanted white bread. And therefore, you couldn't combine the brand towards the shi'ur of a, of a dried fig because nobody eats it. Umur sanim, and also what's left over in the sifter, also, you don't keep that stuff. If you now there, chutzmi shimit he says, besides for the, the, the husks, which means the outside of lentils, that get cooked with the lentil. Says the Gemara. So we was in Lomas Tafim, you're not going to combine the bran and the morsenim. But then we learn to the Mishnah. Chameshit Riba'im Kemach. The guy has five, five quarters of a calf of flour. The odd and a little bit more, you have to separate kala from that mixture. And it says that even if there's bran mixed in the mixture, we count the bran. Let's say you have you only have five quarters of a kav with the bran that's included. Do we include the bran? The Gemara says yes. So if we see that we do include it. So how can you say you never include bread? Look, we do include bread. Because a poor man will eat the bread in his bread. A regular person doesn't. So when it comes to the shiur, when it comes to the shiur that you're doing fakhala, you include it because we include what an ani would eat fakhala. When for Shabbat, we ignore the ani and we don't include it. We're almost finished to be relaxed. We're gonna get there. No. Except for the husks of the lentils that you cook with them. Why this? Adashim in It sounds like only the, the husks of lentils, but not the husk of the fool of the fava bean. Except for both of them. Why are you telling me only because of lentils? Lentil husks, also full husks, should not be included. When you're talking about fresh, in fresh, you include, you include the full seeds. But atiki, no. Old ones, dried ones, we don't include. Atiki, my time, why don't we include the dried lentil seeds? Or dried pool seeds. Amr Abi Abu Abi Abu says, It seems like the fresh lentil husks are green or another color, but the dried lentil husks become black. And since they come off when you cook a, a tray of fool, 
and it looks like little flies in your in your fool for other people whose eyes that's not good. So people take out these black husks because it looks like it's a bug. But really, of course, it's not a bug. But the reason why you don't count it because nobody leaves it in because they don't want to look like bugs. But if, but in fresh ones, it's not true, and therefore it's fine. Hadran Allah Kalagadol, we have just finished, and we will return to inshallah the Perak Shivi Kalagadol. Mabruk everybody. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen Amen. Amen. Okay, tomorrow we will begin at four PM. Four PM inshallah with the daf of the first daf of this eighth prayer. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Good night. Good night.